T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley With the biggest stories of the day It's the Big 3 at 3 Number 1 Alright, the Texans are still in the playoffs One of the final 8 teams left in the playoffs And now we know who they will play uh, since the Steelers, uh, and they tried to come back. They got down twenty-one. Was it twenty-one to nothing? I know they made it a one-score game, like in the early in the fourth. Yeah, I said to I, we were sitting here, and they finally got on the board with a, a touchdown pass to Deontay Johnson. It was twenty-one to seven towards the end of the half. I said to Tyler, I said, "Do you think that uh, you think the Steelers will ever get the ball back in a one-score game?" And he said, no. You end up being right. They didn't get the ball back, but then they got that thing down to a one-score game. We're just 21-14, I believe, and it it just started to look, uh-oh, what's going on here? Uh, But they weren't able to come all – or 24-17, excuse me. They weren't able to come all the way back. But that means that the – that means that the Texans will go on the road Saturday, 3.30, in Baltimore to face the number one seed. Clint, Tyler, the people – the Ravens opened up as a nine and a half point favorite. It has already dropped a half a point to nine. Tyler said he got on that. Where'd you get on nine or nine and a half? I got on nine. I didn't grab the hook, but I got on plus nine. Plus nine. He's put two fifty on it, folks. He's on a heater, so good luck to him on that. Uh, but nine nine point favorite. That fair? That feel that feel right for the Texans Ravens on the road to you? I think it's very fair. I, I think it's very fair. We're talking about the best team in football. We're talking about the MVP. As you said, we're talking about at his place. The Steelers they were ten point dogs. Yeah, on the road in Buffalo. Yeah, that that uh, that that's that's a tough one to explain to me. I mean, I, I don't I don't I don't compare the two. I don't I don't believe you had about twenty. Yeah, I mean, I, to, to me, I, I think the nine is fair. I, I, I think you're look when when you look at the Texans, uh, they 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 were tremendous last week, no doubt about it, um, against the Browns. But you, you gotta you gotta look at more than just last week's game, and and they had struggled against better defenses. C.J. Stroud had struggled against man defenses. Yeah. Um, I think some of that still plays in here. They're an indoor team. They're going on the road for the first time to play outdoors in the playoffs. As I said. Best team in football, but really, really good on, I mean, dynamic on both sides of the ball, offense and defense. They're not driven by one or the other. They're really good on both. You got the MVP that is taken to to this new offensive coordinator and this new system well. They get Mark Andrews back. He's healthy. They got a stable of weapons over there now for, 
for Lamar Jackson. And, and so, look, I, I think nine, nine and a half to open at, and, and I, I agree with Tyler. I, I think that's – he jumped on it now because he, he obviously feels like it's going to go down. It wouldn't surprise me if it wasn't at seven and a half or, or maybe even that eight. That feels more right to me yeah. the seven, in the yeah. seven range. Yeah. Yeah, look, I, I, I just – high. This is a – you know, I'm 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 there on the Texans. I I, I I believe they are a playoff caliber football team. They, they deserve to be where they are they're at. They've earned every bit of it. But you finna come up against um the best in the game. And, and I'm and I mean that in multiple ways. And you know, right now, until you prove that that uh that you're ready for it, I think they're the the odds makers, the money typically is going to give the Ravens a a, a lopsided advantage as it pertains to lines and betting. Yeah, the Ravens finished the season as the best team in the uh in the regular season. They had they were they had the best the best year in the regular season. Their two of their last victories were on the road against the 49ers, who they blew them out and then they blew out the Dolphins, and that was a game to determine who was going to be the one seed in the AFC, and they destroyed the Dolphins. So, uh, I, I I thought it would be between six and seven. So nine feels a bit a bit high to me, but you know they are they are a uh, a, a really 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 good football team, and we'll see what happens. Some news uh, for the Texans. Get your thoughts on this. Um, we understand that Noah Brown, who we talked about yesterday, was placed on IR. So the uh, the Texans they have signed Steve Sims to the active roster from the practice squad, so he's going to be a part of this thing. I know he's somebody that you like that you don't mind, um, and, and somebody that we could potentially see a part of the offense in the in the game on Saturday against the Ravens. Yeah, look, I, I like what Steve Sims brings to the table. More importantly, I like what Bobby Slowick has has done with him. He's not a guy that you just throw out there and say, "Man, this guy can play any of the wide receiver positions. Go run the route tree and do this." No, I mean, he's not. He, he is a package guy, and we've seen Bobby Slowick uh, multiple times last week and several times throughout the season. We've seen Bobby Slowick use the jet sweep actions, the, the ghost motions behind the quarterback, some of the different screen game that they've gotten creative with. We've seen that, and, and to me, that's who that's who Sims is. Whether whether you put him in the game, because look, here's the reality of it is, if he, when he goes in the game, like the coaching point all week for Baltimore is going to be, hey, Sims in the game, Sims in the game, look first, for gadgets, first, look first, for gadgets. Yeah. So, so whether you're creating something for him and and putting him in a position to win um, with the screen game, quick game, you know, something something along those lines, or if it's just, hey, I know when I get Steve Sims on on, on the field, the defense is going to ID him, the defense is going to think this is coming, but we're going to hit him at you know the the, the back door, we're going to hit him with Brevin Jordan, or we're going to hit him with something opposite. So any way it goes, I just like the method to the madness of Sims being the choice here. It's not just, hey, we, we got our fifth receiver. We can put him anywhere on the field we need him if and when we need him. I, I like the, I like there's a little more substance behind him being on the field and, and what he brings to the table. Today, uh, we'll get the official injury report today. Tomorrow's going to be a bigger deal. Obviously, it does move up. Uh, they had a lighter practice as reported today, but Aaron Wilson reports uh, guys not practice practicing today for various reasons from injury to rest. No Jerry Hughes, no Will Anderson, Jonathan Grenard, Robert Woods, Malik Collins, Laramie Tunzel, Shaq Mason, and Sheldon Rankins. The only one to me is Jerry Hughes that, that would jump because unless somebody else re-aggravated an injury, Jonathan Grenard looked pretty good on that ankle. Will looked better when they got to, to kind of have him play the amount of snaps they needed. Robert Woods yeah. looked fine. 
So Jerry Hughes is really the only one that you look at and wonder that I'm really looking at that 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 I believe won't practice tomorrow in some form or fashion. That's the only one that that to me is really concerned. I agree. I'm I'm right there with you. That that's the guy to keep an eye on is yeah. is um in terms of of is it rest? Is it a vet day? Is it I mean at this point in time there are no vet days. It's it's ultimately are are you are you resting because we're 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 on short weeks and we play on Saturday again and and we're at that point in the year where it's all or nothing. We can't afford to lose anybody in practice. Um, or are you legitimately injured? And, and I think I think most of those guys are vet rest days, not vet rest days, just rest days, playoff rest days. And Jerry Hughes is the one that you go, okay, if he does get back on the field, it, you know, he's does it look is he trending towards playing? You know, what's going on with Jerry? Because they look, they could use that the, the depth. that depth there. Yes, yep, the depth. Big three and three, number two. All right, we talked about the, uh, the the game yesterday that was most important in the AFC with the Texans, figuring out they're going to go to play the Ravens because the Bills beat the Steelers. The second game, we're looking at it now, uh, the Bucks they blow out the Eagles 32-9, to Clint, and this uh, is the completion of one of the greatest collapses that we've ever seen in the NFL, Clint. This team started out 10-1. and after going to the Super Bowl last year, ten and one, uh, and they had, and, and it was against good teams. They had a streak where they beat the Eagles, or they beat the Cowboys, they beat the Bills and the Chiefs all in a row, uh, and then, and then it just went to hell. They they finished this thing off one and six, losing the division lead, losing the one seed, and then having to go to Tampa on the road, and this was not even close last night and it, it feels like there are going to be some major ramifications to this we're already hearing that Jason Kelsey has told teammates that he is going to potentially retire the the uh they're all pro and uh hall of fame center and now the thought is how big should this go Clint and Nick Sirianni the head coach is being talked about Howie Roseman the GM's being talked about hell they're even talk people even talking about Jalen Hurts um should something major, major happen with this team for you, Clint? Yeah, not not just because they finished one and six. Because look, you can't we can't erase um, the the Super Bowl run and the ten and one start. Those are both just. I mean, those Nick Sirianni's been a head coach and he's been to the playoffs all three years. Yeah. Went to the Super Bowl and yeah. won eleven games. I mean, that's just tremendous, right? I mean, you, you can't just wash all that away because of what happened the last eight ball games. If you count last night, um, or or does one and six count last night? Anyway. Um, when it's when it's all said and done, like the, I wouldn't just make sweeping changes or any changes, um, if it were just hey man you had a rough finish. But when I watch that football team, I sat right here, Ron, and we talked about Jalen Hurts and the the tangible, I mean the intangible, the leadership, the it factor, um, how powerful it is, yada yada yada, and. I don't know what happened. I, I agree with a lot, a, lot, a lot of stuff I heard this morning. I don't know what's happened in that locker room uh, on the coaching staff. I have no idea, but this isn't just a bad run of luck. This isn't just, oh, A.J. Brown got hurt and no, Jalen was no, injured no, no. a little bit. It, 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 to me, there is something different about this football team. And because of that, the powers that be that, that, that know what it is, I believe they got to make major changes. I, I just there's 
you look at the tackling issues defensively. You look at the, the fact whole that, defense. I that mean, whole that whole deal. I mean, they 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 inserted Matt Patricia, booted their play caller mid year, which I hate. I hate that. I mean, when you're ten and one, and, and what we're and, and the hearing is there are a lot of defensive leaders that didn't love didn't that like move. That. Right. So I mean, there's just whether it's the coaching staff and some of the moves, or you look at some of the dumbass comments that Nick Sirianni made after the the Kansas City game. How silly is that? I'm sure that's not the only time he's done that. You look at the dynamic of Jalen Hurts and, and A.J. Brown going at it on the sideline multiple times throughout the year. Dallas Goddard, it looked like last, last night, night, had some comments. Um, and, and you know, there's just – there's then there's a the dynamic of what naturally happens when you lose a coordinator like Shane Steichen to Indianapolis. you got to bring a new guy in. There's some growing pains. They lost what, both their quarterback coordinators yeah. to head coaching job. Yeah, so I, so I don't – I mean, I just, it seems to me, Ron, that this is bigger than just a – a bad, you know, a run of bad luck, if you will. It's like they need to make some changes somewhere along the way. You know better than than me on the, you know, the whole has he lost the team type of deal. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It just, like you said, man, that just looks like they just got too much talent for them to look the way they do. Well, I've, I, I agree. I agree, Ron. Here, here's the thing. That silly stuff, that that silly stuff, like, like it, it, look, it's it's – it's just the reality of it. If you win ball games, it works. It works, <laughs> yeah. right? Let me tell you what. If Mike McDaniel for some reason starts losing in Miami and they, and, and they 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 end up you know, start next year two and six or something, all that all that standing in front of the team and talking about why you're a badass and and all that silly stuff on the practice field, nobody's going to respond. It, it, like like that's that that which which. It's a new age of coaching. I get it. It's effective. It's been effective. It's been successful in the league. But when it goes south and you're not winning ball games, all that stuff go, falls by the wayside and it's going to be used against them. And Nick Sirianni, I think, is is probably in a spot where so, the silliness is it, it rubs people thin because you're not you, you, you one in six in the last seven games. It's crazy to say this because, dude, if you just look at it and you just say, "All right, man," he he came in for Doug Peterson. And we looked at Jalen Hurts, and that didn't seem to work. And they adjusted and became a run-aggressive team. And they make it to the playoffs his first year. They lose to the Bucks and Tom Brady, but they make it to the playoffs. And then the next year, they're the best team in the NFC, arguably in the league during the season, and they just waltz to the Super Bowl and have a chance to win the Super Bowl, come back, start 10-1, and and they end up winning 11 games and get to the playoffs again. Like That's hard to say. Like, a major move needs to happen when you have all of that success. But that's how bad it looks like this has been. That somebody yeah. has. Listen, the owner can't go. Jeffrey Lurie's not going. So, Howie Roseman may need to. Nick Sariani may need to. Or, or, or Jalen Hurts. Those are like the four major positions. Well, they just gave Jalen Hurts a whole bunch of money. So, I don't think Jalen's going anywhere. All right, the owner's not going to fire himself. It's got to be one of those two. It's got to be Howie Roseman or it's got to be Nick Nick Sirianni. Howie Roseman has shown he can put together a good roster multiple times and has been to two Super Bowls with the roster he's put together. It feels like this needs to be a Nick Sirianni thing, which is crazy to say your first three years as a coach that you make it to the playoffs every year and you go to the Super Bowl. Ron, it's a very easy decision, though. Right. It is. It, it, it? It, it, I mean, if, if you're on the inside and this guy's lost the team and he's ma- he, he's literally pulling the rug out from underneath this defensive coordinator and giving play calling duties to Matt Patricia, the the offense 
Which he's an offensive minded guy, isn't he? Yes. The offense, the offense under Brian Johnson. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pushing blame anywhere, but but under Brian Johnson has fallen off a map. You just lost a playoff game where Jalen Hurts had one rush for five yards. I'm gonna tell you, man. And Baker Mayfield I, carved you. Up. Yes, yes, absolutely. Guys didn't tackle well. I mean, it's, it's just like there's there's a couple things on defense you got to tackle, and if your quarterback is Jalen Hurts, you got to use the quarterback in the run game. We're gonna decide that before we ever before we ever pay him a bunch of money. I, I, like that. Those are the things that if Nick Sirianni has lost this team to the point of where that kind of crap's going on, and you know it, and you're a decision maker in that building, then it's easy to pull the trigger. Yeah. All right. Uh, coming up. The number one concern I have right now, listen, just kind of diving in early. We got we got till Saturday. But the number one concern that I have right now going into this game for the Texans as they face the Colts. I'll get Clint your thoughts on it. We'll discuss that coming up next. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply sports radio 610 presents the drive with sterner and hubley all right, welcome back. Uh, hopefully, um, we do hear from C.J. Stroud. Actually, not hopefully. We will hear from C.J. Stroud at one point. Uh, it is, um, obviously, it is uh, a Saturday game, so everything is pushed up. So normally, uh, he speaks on Wednesday, but it will be Tuesday today. We will make sure we have that uh, for you uh, whenever C.J. Stroud does come and speak to the media, so we'll make sure we have that. Uh, in full for you, so be ready for that at some point today uh, as we roll through playoff week, Clint. And and we got a lot to get to through the week, a lot to break this thing down. I know Clint has uh, has already started watching the film on the in the Browns game, and I'm sure we'll watch a lot of the film on uh, the Ravens and what they've done down the stretch. But right now, Clint. Because we talked about this a bit last week, and I was not as concerned about this with the Browns. And I know for you, you were a bit. But right now, if I had to just take at it, right now it's Tuesday, not diving a ton in, not knowing as much as we will know down the line. The number one thing that concerns me right now, hey, and I'll let you, listen, you can hear mine here in a bit. You can send yours in right now. I don't know why I'm talking in that rhythm right now. Let me stop it. I thought you back. were going somewhere with it. I was. I, I like it. I, I, I think know. you should do the rest don't of the know, show like that. I don't know why that rhythm was going like that. Usually when you're fixing it real smart ass, this is where that's going. That's usually fixing real, it. Let me reel that right back <laughs> oh, in. I like but that cadence right 713-572-4610. Your number one concern right now 
also on YouTube and Twitch. You got to see me get into that. Uh, that was almost like a like a robot I was doing right there with it. But my number one concern, Clint, going into this. See, last week you talked about mm, after watching the number the Colts did on that Texans vaunted run defense with Jonathan Taylor and Moss when he got in the game and Jonathan Taylor almost rushing for 200 yards by his damn self, not to mention Moss going in, getting the, getting the game, and if Jerry Hughes didn't get himself injured, it felt like they were just going to keep running the ball down their throats on that Couldn't drive. stop the run. They faulted and struggled. And you talked about it with Cleveland. We talked about because Cleveland, hey, man, they're fourth in the league in attempts. I, I I just didn't think that the Browns could run the football on the Texans. We saw them the week before or a couple of weeks before. They didn't do it. I wasn't as concerned. Clint, I am here. My number one concern is watching that Colts game and just how they got almost whatever they wanted throughout the entirety of the game without a running quarterback to have to worry about with just the backs. That, to me, scares me. And it's both games that the Texans played against the Colts. I know many people didn't want to to say that first game didn't matter. Well, in this game, that's probably the best running quarterback that they faced running quarterback with with a run game that likes to include the running quarterback. Now, Kyler was his second game back, a little bit of that. But Anthony Richardson... When they played him for the quarter, they played him. They could not stop him in the run game, and 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 that combination. So for me, looking at what the Ravens have with Gus Edwards, Justice Hill, and they added Dalvin Cook to that run game with Lamar, that right now is the number one concern going into this game for me, Clint. For the Texans is I I couldn't see the Browns doing what the Colts did. But I can not only see the Ravens doing what the Colts did, I could see the Ravens doing it better. Yeah, if you're talking the number one rush team in the league. I mean, in terms of buck fifty, buck fifty six, I think it is per game. I mean, that they they are um they're gonna run it, they're gonna run it really well. The question is how much of that happens in scheme, how much of it is Lamar Jackson having to having to run around and do his thing, either way it goes. Um, he is the one guy that that while I don't think you can call it as a play caller. Um, you can damn sure bank on throughout a four-quarter game that Lamar Jackson's going to keep you drives alive, and he's going to potentially hit his head on a goal but you post know the goalpost. Athletic just ability, the threat of him, yeah, is... it changes the game. I, I'm going to tell you, for I, I agree with you. Look, anytime you you bump up against the best run team in the league, you got to you, you got to be concerned about it, especially when you when you've been susceptible to it of late two weeks ago. Because I do think, like, I think there's a handful of teams in the league that. Just have a different mentality. When Wade Smith was on with me a couple weeks ago, you know, he was talking a little bit about, you know, how offensive line play is coached differently and how offensive line play and offensive linemen are more aware of, of, of you know, some of the, the tolls that the, the game has taken on some of the, the, the old guys that played the game in a, phys, in a physical fashion. And while, and I agree with it, it makes perfect sense, right? There are certain players in the league that play like Larry Allen played the game. There are certain teams in the league that just, whether it's they coach it, whether it's the type of player that they go get, it's a type of player that they want to retain. There are certain teams in this league that, as a team, they are just more physical than everybody else. Baltimore's one of them. Whether we're talking about their defense, whether we're talking about their run game, 
I just believe that they're San Francisco is one of them. I mean, it's it's it just plays and it plays in a big way. And when you run the ball for a buck fifty plus every game, um, you know that that run game, that physicality up front is definitely going to scare the hell out of some folks. Yeah, as someone just texted in, uh, there isn't a Jonathan Taylor walking through the door. Listen, I just say that if you watch that, hell, Jonathan Taylor wasn't getting touched. At, at times, I'm yeah. not saying that anybody like Zach Moss was when he got carries in that game. Zach Moss was yeah. was getting through right, well, and then and you just as you just talked about, you cannot undersell like what it means that you have to you got to stop the dude that's the quarterback. Like you have to be contained on that. That's going to hold linebackers. That's going to hold Jalen Petrie who likes to play it up there. It is an yeah. issue. When you have that, and Justice Hill and Gus Edwards and Dalvin Cook are definitely capable of doing at least what Zach Moss did. Well, that's where I was going with the whole offensive line. Like, Indianapolis's offensive yes. line, I know it didn't show all year long, but Indianapolis's offensive line is just wired different. Yep. Baltimore's is wired different. San Francisco, wired different. So, I mean, look, you, you can – you can say, well, Jonathan Taylor's not over there, and there's some truth to that. I mean, maybe they don't have a guy that's going to do what Jonathan Taylor does is make make Blake Cashman completely miss in the hole, even though I'll argue Dalvin Cook has done that plenty of times, and then have the ability to take the ball the distance from anywhere on the field. Although, again, I'll argue Dalvin Cook can do that as well as anybody. But when it's all said and done, um, it's the mentality that, that, that gets at me. And, and you're, you're spot on. I mean, that's, that's a big concern here. Uh, going into this this weekend's game, As you, I mean, you just say it out mm-hmm. loud. The number one rushing offense coming in with Lamar Jackson on it, and we know what he can do, and we know he didn't like. This is the playoffs, so you would you would think that they would be more likely to even allow Lamar yeah. to do more than they did during the regular season in terms of the run game after what just happened two weeks ago. After what just happened two weeks ago against the Colts, it is my number one concern. All right, as I said, we'll let you know uh, and get you ready when CJ speaks. And uh, I, this is sometimes hard for me to do, Clint, but I, I think I, I have to be man enough and owe someone an apology. Oh, you owe somebody an apology. Oh, damn! So wow. I don't know if it, it's if you would say it's an apology, but. I got to step up and be a man about something that I've said. Oh. And I'm a man about I it. I can't and wait I'm to hear this it. one. We'll do that coming up next. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, in a second I will express what I meant about somebody I uh, need to speak up about. Real quick, we were just talking about it. What are your, your number one as we sit right here Tuesday? We got several days that we'll... Be able to talk about your number one concern. My number one concern is the Texans' ability to stop the Ravens' run game. Two weeks ago after we saw what happened with the Colts, the Colts just got whatever they wanted and looked like they were about to really dominate and run away with that game. 
and this is the number one rush def- or rush offense with so many different. I mean, they've had two injuries to major running backs, and they've continued to just keep rolling with this thing as they they lost J.K. Dobbins in the first game of the year against the Texans, and then the uh, the Mitchell kid they lost as well. Uh, who was running really well, but they continued to do it. Their their last game against the Dolphins, they ran the ball really well with Justice Hill and and and, uh, and Gus Edwards. And now they add Dalvin Cook to this, and he's been there for a couple of weeks looking at this. I'm seeing some other people saying number one thing is to stop Lamar from going on a heater um, that concerns them. Um, see some others uh, that say um, uh, it is Lamar, it is us being able to run the football against them not being able to run the football against him. A lot of people jumping in. People come commented on this. Um, Lamar is not like Gardner Minshew throwing the football. We can focus more on the run with Lamar. Lamar is the MVP, <clears throat> and his ability to do both is what you – like, you can focus, and I know you've been talking about it, and you'll talk about it more, with all the weapons that they have even in the passing game with Mark Andrews and Zay Flowers and Odell Beckham and Bateman and uh, and 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 likely who they've come with, like I I think that's what part is he's the best in the game in terms of running the football from the quarterback position and knowing what to do there and he's pretty damn good against the pass too and passing the football as well so I don't know if that is there's an advantage with the just being able to focus on one thing with Lamar. Well, I, I'm gonna, I, I've got my uh, concern. I'm gonna save that till tomorrow, Ron. Well, I we'll, hear that. We'll circle back to That's your. A tease uh, right I, there, think, baby. I think this is. I think your your topic there's got legs. Um, I, I've got one I need to do a little digging on, so I'm gonna save that. But but look, it, the reality about Lamar Jackson is he's the most dynamic player that the quarterback position has ever seen at any level, um, and he has committed himself to his craft in terms of becoming a better, more understanding uh, passer of the football, uh, becoming a better processor. Um, Whatever shortcomings Lamar Jackson has had in his NFL career that one might want to bring up um, wasn't, wasn't due to the fact that he was incapable of doing something. It was because he had such a dynamic set of legs that he didn't have to do a whole lot. He's proven now that he can put his nose down and he can become uh, a better passer of the football, a guy that understands defenses better, a guy that that uh, understands his offense significantly better. And um, it's it's starting to show with, with Lamar Jackson in a, in a big, big, big way. Um, and so I, I don't and, – and I've said this from jump, Ron. You and I have talked about this. Lamar Jackson's arm talent in terms of being able to throw – off platform, you know, having his body, maybe it's coming off of an RPO and his feet and everything are set to use a baseball reference in left field, and then he flips a, a slant to right field uh, or a tight end seam to right field. He has elite arm talent. Like I think that's probably one thing in the league that people don't talk enough about, and like like it should, it's it's good enough it should be harped on. Like Lamar Jackson's ability to stand tall in the pocket and naturally throw over the top, as well as drop the arm slot and make a a very difficult throw to the mid range game, um, is is tremendous. It's not Pat Mahomes, but who is? It's not Josh Allen, but who is? But it, it's he's flirting with those guys, and and I'm telling you. We don't talk about it enough. So I'm anxious to, to dig more into 
Lamar Jackson just simply because I haven't watched a ton of it with Todd Monk and this new offensive coordinator that came out of Georgia. I'm anxious to see. And I'll be honest with you, the stats, you know, I hear everybody talking about the MVP conversation where the stats aren't what they were with his MVP. I think that's a good thing as it pertains to Lamar Jackson. Not necessarily all of us Texans fans. Oh, they clearly the didn't just run yeah. him well, I mean, well, he still had the most rush yards by any quarterback. Sure, with well, eight hundred plus. I think it's just indicative, though, of of them and him being um, committed to trying to take that next step, trying to be better as an entire offense and be more. You know, when you bring more to the table, you're more difficult to stop. And Lamar Jackson is already difficult enough to stop himself. But if now, if now, if he's distributing the football. Uh, in the quick game, in the screen game, and in, in the RPO game, and all these things, not only is it efficient, but now all of a sudden you got to de- defend sideline to sideline and spy the quarterback. And oh, by the way, you know they got guys that can get over the top now too. So, um, yeah, I, I don't, I, I can't let anybody on that text line or anywhere else disrespect Lamar Jackson. And I like Gardner Minshew; he does some really good things. But hey, boy, but you you should never shape your mouth to say. And I know it wasn't the point. I know, I know the, the texture wasn't saying that Gardner Minshew is better than Lamar, but there's. Um, like that's that is that's borderline disrespectful to even yeah, I think, include I think the you names. Get yourself in trouble. You just all right. We're just gonna well, it's, we're not gonna focus on the pass. We just really focus on stopping the run. And to the point you're making, that's one of the big improvements this year. You can see with all the weapons they have. All right, uh, as we roll through, um, I'll say this: there was a time a couple of years ago. We're sitting here in this very studio, the three of us. Um, and I said, I just don't believe Nick Casario is going to be the man and the guy that brings this team back to winning. <laughs> and I believed in my heart. I remember the thing that pushed me over the edge was when they decided to go Jeff Driscoll, who, by the way, did not step on that field as I did not think he, he was an active. against Cleveland. <laughs> he was an active. Jeff, what'd you say? But had he been active, they would have used that sucker. Oh, they definitely went to it at some point. <laughs> that, that ball game, as much as they were struggling <laughs> on offense, they went to it. But when they, uh, when the tight ends coach said him and Nick came together and they were looking to move Jeff Driscoll to tight end, they really felt like he was an Why? athlete. Because there. he was freakishly athletic. He was freakishly athletic. And that was on top of many Mindy which I still stand by, I believe, blunders and awful decisions uh, that were made by the front office in Nick Casario. But I was wrong. It is clear they are in the second round, in the divisional round of the playoffs, and a lot of it has to do with moves he's made, things he's done. Now, I do think that there has been uh, development that has really helped by other guys here, but he had a part in these guys being here in terms of the coaching staff, the developers, and the players. You cannot look at Nico Collins and say, God, that has to be what Nick envisioned him to see, right? You, you can't look at the decisions that were made uh, with Tank Dells and, and those guys late, later in the draft. And as we're seeing the Blake Cashman move, it's, it's really turned out. Um, um, Christian Harris, that move has really opened up and turned out, not just the big ones. Um, and it is clear I'm wrong. They are here. They are here. They are a game away from getting to a place that this organization has never been, and that is the AFC Championship game. So, Nick, you got it. 
I did not. Boy, I did. I I thought, boy, that was that. They're just going to keep shooting themselves in the foot by making some mistakes, so many mistakes. And he has been a big, big part of why they don't. You can look up and down the the list of guys he's drafted or free agents or people he's he's brought in. Dalton Schultz has been a big help. Devin Singletary, that's a huge move that has turned out to be a big one. Now, he has some issues, but I think as we're looking at it right now, his the good is far outweighing um, the negative. Like the Kenyon Green thing, that, I mean, hell, Thanks, you guys, get, now we're at a place where we ain't going to get them all. Right, so um, I did not think Nick Casario was going to be able to be the guy in charge of things as this group gets back to winning. And they have done that. So, good for you, Nick. Shout out to you, Nick. Well, that's and nice I, of you. And I do. I just want to say, I, I do not. I, I still stand by the mistakes and the things that were before. But I was. I, I knew something like this was coming with you two in there buying all these vests up here recently. That didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> I wish he'd stop wearing the vest so much. If I could be honest with you. But y'all but, just started wearing your vest. But I, just, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, but I mean, he's back. It's, it's, it's a daily for him. I just, <laughs> whatever. I've, I've never had a problem with, with uh, that's Nikki, true. Nikki vest. You've always rocked the vest. Well, I mean, I've never had a problem with vests either. But I've never had a problem with Nikki. I vest. think, I, I, now, just, I think, I think I could, I, I think I could lean in and maybe give him a little advice of, of how to rock them from time maybe to time. I just, <laughs> I, I would like to see a couple of change ups. Now, see, that surprises me because you, you're a, you're a purple over peach kind of guy. I, I mean, just you're, you're a risk taker. I mean, no, but I mean, yeah, but he's not taking risks. He's the just going man. every time. Uh, I, I like, hey, maybe give me a good, nice little suit. Give me a little button up. Oh, give me, you want to just, you just want to just, just kind of. Well, hell, you want, you just need to go in there and give him, give him. I mean, you want to take over the wardrobe, huh? Take over the whole closet. <laughs> just give me what a vest once or twice. A week. Hey, just give me the keys to the closet, man. Hell with it. Yeah. Text line coming in. Kenyon Green will be a beast next year. I don't know. I don't know if that's possible. I don't know if he's going to get on the field next year. But it is completely irrelevant at this point, as it pertains to the conversation we're having. <laughs> it, it is completely irrelevant. You you look at Derek Stingley Jr.'s balling. Yep, another one. You look at two of the first round draft picks went to Will Anderson. Absolutely balling. Kid is a freaking C, baller. C.J. Stroud absolutely balling. We'll see what they do with the one this year. Um, and then, as you mentioned, man, Juice Scruggs second round balling. Uh, moved up to get Nico Collins and Tank Dell, your Patterson top two was wide receivers. A good center in the, in the yes, center. yes. I mean, you, you look at at Christian Harris drafted balling. He uh, has proved me I mean, wrong. I, I know people are disappointed in Jalen Petrie right now, but he is a a true blue starter in this league. That that's going to be a problem moving forward. I mean, you, you've just got when you start Brevin Jordan balling, relatively speaking, to where he was yep. drafted. Um, Didn't cut him. That became a really Smart move. Yeah, man. I mean, so it, it's – Shout uh, out to you, Nick. Right I mean, Davis Mills has done a great job putting his knee in the turf this right. year, man. All right, go ahead, man. What you got? Well, he has. Before? He's done a hell of a job. All right, let's, all right. I got a football horny clip. Couldn't make it over a case, man. Let's. I, I got a football horny clip of the far. day uh, that I found, D'Amico Ryans on Texans All Access. Uh, and I got good news. We're going to be out amongst the people again on Friday. I'm going to tell you where that's at and tell you a little bit about what we got going on. And – uh I watched some film, y'all. I watched a little bit of film. We'll see if we can uh, get to that. All that coming up next right here on Sports Radio 610. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. 
Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.